welcome to the I'm Hit Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. Oh, I mean, I'm not your host. I'm one of the hosts. Here with my boys, Epps and TV. Lakers fan, how you doing, dog? Man, I'm, I'm doing good. Don't don't start the right, we, now. Nah, we we don't talk about we don't talk about sports on this podcast. TV, how you doing, dog? You doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. We having a, a a serious conversation podcast as always, but we gonna we gonna keep it lighthearted because your boy's fried right now. But yeah, anyway, fellas, let's um let's run down the topic. See what you gentlemen would like to start with first. So we have now let's see, let's. We have social pressures. We have social norms. We have toxic masculinity. We have Will and Chris. We have toxic relationships with leadership struggle or power struggles within a relationship added into that, as well as, you know, roles and different styles of leadership. We have um, when do you get to be hurt or not okay as a man? And the just what we I guess kind of touched on last episode, the internet, you know, we're just here for jokes, fuck your issue or issues, your feelings, your opinions, experiences, truths, whatever, whatever, unless you're a woman, a child, an animal, or a rich man, important man, famous man, popular man, attractive man, we don't give a fuck about you. It also goes back to what Chris Rock said in Tambourine, only women and children. And I think he said, did he say animals or dogs are loved unconditionally? He, he just said women and children. Women and children? He said the only thing that the, the father gets is a big piece of chicken. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> um, And that we lack empathy as a society and especially as black people. So yeah, those again, those are all deep topics. We're going to try and keep them a nice balance of light-hearted, you know, energy mixed with you know, serious a serious tone. But where we want to start, TB, we want to start with uh, the toxic uh, relationship, <laughs> or or IE, uh, you know, not IE. I don't know if I possibly use that correctly. Um, uh, leadership struggles and roles and styles. Yes. So um. Look, I know we live in 2022, and I'm sure we live in 2023. The rules are going to change yet again, right? As they always do. But I believe that some things just should never change, regardless of a new year or a new age. But that's just me, right? So, speaking of that, we're going to talk about this new age. I guess, you know, let me let me slow down. We're going to talk about leadership struggles <laughs> and role styles, right? And the toxicity, the toxicity that comes with it. So mainly, you know, male-female relationships, you know, also, especially within the Black community. Um, you know, we understand that nowadays, you know, women are, you know, built different, they're empowered, you know, they're more independent. And with that, you know, they're more drawn to the thought of, you know, I don't need a man, I can, whoever a man can provide, I can provide for myself, you know, whatever. And delving into the leadership realm, you know, for us, for, I think for a lot of us men, it's just confusing because women are saying one thing and then doing another or exemplifying something else. 
you know, like I want a man to lead, but when the man tries to lead, you know, then the woman, the woman is resistant and then takes it as oppression or something or something of that nature. Or you're trying to control them. Yeah, or like you're trying to control them and then it's just like, okay, well then what the fuck do you want me to do? Like you just want me to stand here like your like your pet dog, like your attack dog or something? Like do you wanna you wanna run the show? Like do you do you want to run the show? And then it's like, well, we're not saying that and it's like then what are you saying? Like if you want me to lead, then let me lead. And sometimes leading is you having to kind of do what I what I'm asking you to do or what I'm telling you to do. Now, if you don't like those terms or those words, then you know some. Yeah, that's where I, that's that's uh, where communication comes in. Communication and, that, and, and right. comprehension, like and then, from both and then parties. That's, and that's the thing, right? And so, at, at some point, you know, and there are different communication styles and leadership styles and all that too, right? Now, yes, you want to. I believe that in a relationship, you should want to lead or communicate with love. But apparently love comes in different forms, like tough love and you know, other 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 types of love, right? But you know, at what point is it at what point do you take like being straightforward and blunt versus trying to sugarcoat, you know, the message as far as hey, like you know, I need to I need to lead in this aspect or let me be the lead. You know? As in, hey, I need you to do this. Uh oh. Hello? No, nah, keep going. Keep going. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that was. But um <laughs> I thought you two like logged off for a second. But anyways, yeah, so it's just <sighs> push the <yeah>, push through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, you're good. Let me let, all right, pass pass the ball you all right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. So with leadership, right? All this is tricky. Like all this is nuanced because we're in a whole different time and like to what you alluded to, like a lot of women are out here getting it and love that, love seeing that that women are able to stand on their own two feet and provide for themselves. But when it comes to we're we're speaking specifically about relationship aspects, right? And when it comes to relationship. Everyone has different opinions. This is going back and forth. It's stayed on the whole money thing, but it's everything always has levels and layers. So this back and forth as far as um fuck, I lost my train of thought. But like um we're talking about leadership, right? So like I can leadership within a relationship, I can go about things one way, someone can go about things another way. Someone can internalize things one way, you know, vice versa. Like, at the end of the day, some people want a partnership and some some people, this is where I was, this is where I lost my train of thought. And you have some women that want to lead the relationship. You have some men that want to lead the relationship. You have some men that don't know how to lead properly. You have some women that also don't know how to lead properly. We're humans. This back and forth of always wanting to say men are this, women are this, black men are this, black women are this. All y'all sound ignorant and tone deaf as fuck constantly because we're humans. It's not a black 
man or black woman thing. It's just humans. No one's perfect. So like I can want to go about things a certain way or I can want my relationship to look a certain way. Doesn't mean I need to force my ideologies and my opinions and my choices on everyone else. That herd mentality shit, we gotta, we gotta dead all that. That's that'll tie into the show social norms and pressures we're gonna talk about later. But like to what TB's saying is a lot of people are constantly contradicting themselves, both men and women, specifically black men and black women. You say you want a man to be a man, but then when some men try to be exactly that, you either tell them because society has always told our women and our man, men how to be. We've, we've let white people tell us how to be black men and women since the beginning of time. And here we are constantly telling one another how to be a better man or better woman while always throwing out this shot. And it's normally the women throwing out this shot. I don't see a lot of men doing this. Well, if you a bitch, just say that. If you gay, just say that. If you a, if you got a pussy, just say that. Clowns. Or, or it'd have to go that far. It's not even a necessity. Um. If, if, in my opinion, like um, on that same matter, I just don't think that um, it's just a logical way of thinking. I think everyone is knows better and can do better than that. Have you guys uh, ever had to deal with these issues on a regular yeah. basis? On a regular basis, no, but I've come across a, a few women that I've tried to get to know or like attempted to date or whatever that struggled with some of these things because of like, we all, I think all of us, like I always constantly point out we're all flawed because we're humans and humans are just flawed. Um, I also think, well, I not think I know we all have different past trauma and whatever, whatever. But I also think a lot of us have a lot of different forms of PTSD because we, when we think of PTSD, we always think about war or like, I don't know, like massive trauma, whether it be physical or emotional, but it can also be repetition. If you're constantly being let down by somebody's words and somebody's actions. That can that, cause emotional triggering. That's P, that can cause PS, you know, PTSD mentally or emotionally where you no longer trust someone's words or actions because you've been let down so much. But you that, can't believe anything that they say. Nah, no matter what. So it, within that space, if we stay right here, I can understand why, why some men or some women, specifically black men and black women, have a hard time relinquishing control or power or, you know, the simplest decisions, like where to eat or where to go on vacation. Oh, the eat or, is the worst part. That's the worst one. Notice how I started with those <laughs> two. Those are some of the pettiest and smallest things that you should not be arguing about or getting in your feelings about. But that be that be some of the main ones. Where we travel to, where we go out to eat, what we do this weekend. Did we stay in or out? That's a real beef between amongst us. Did we stay in or go out? Can lead to somebody cheating on somebody. That's nuts. And we want to talk about leadership. It's it's like you're getting to a relationship, right? And then 
yes, both individuals have their individuality. But I think the issue is that is when we allow our individuality to clash too much where we're no longer operating as a unit. Let me let me throw you an alley-oop to that and I want you to continue. We come as two complete individuals to join together as one. So you have to relinquish. I'm not saying you have to change yourself or not stay true to yourself, but you have to, what's the word? Compromise a little Compromise in order to make it work. Actually, in order what? to make it work. Go ahead, TV. Right. And you know what? And let, let's just found upon that, right? Because then it's like, okay, like who is someone in respect to a relationship and to the overall well-being of the individuals within the relationship, right? So yes, we say we can say stay true to yourself, but like who are you? If staying true to yourself means I'm just going to do drugs and I'm gonna continue down a destructive path, then maybe it is time for, for you to change for the betterment of the individual's well-being and for the overall well-being of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? It, it, sometimes I feel that we as human beings, we kind of re- re- lean too much on, oh, it's just the way I am. This is me being true to myself. Social like, norms. Keep going. Yeah, but then it's like, well, who are you? And is, is who you are a good thing? You know, if, if you say who you are, is this a fucking drug dealer or a fucking criminal or, you I'm, know, whatever. I'm throwing the alley-oop again <laughs> to yeah, both of y'all. What did, what did I just post today? We as a society pretend on social media and off social media to be so many wonderful and loving things. You're kind-hearted. You're loving. You're respectful. You're mature. You're intelligent. You're emotionally intelligent. You're a giver. You're a healer. You believe in mental health. I'm going to keep saying this shit. Malcolm X brought it up just based on religion. That It used to be back in the day, right? People used to just throw around either I'm a, I'm a good person or I go to church, right? Now we, now because of the social norms and pressures have trained so, changed so much between our television, our music, our movies, um... And again, social media, you know, music, all this, all the conditioning that's happened to us. Now it's everything. It's I'm a giver, but all you do is take. You're a lover, but all you do is cheat. You care about mental health or you say you do or you type or post that you do, but you're the direct reason for someone's trauma and pain. We're going to get to Will Smith in this episode. Please believe that. That was a nice little. That was a nice little transition. But we gonna we gonna stay on this topic. Like oh, we say all these things. We say now now we post all these things. We caption all these things. We swear we're loyal. I'm I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw shade. There's so many. Well, this might backfire, but fuck it. I got it now. Let's this podcast. Let's be honest. I, there's a lot of women that follow me that I, at one point. That like years ago, whenever, or like two years ago, I attempted to, you know, try and get to know. And since not getting with any of them, all I've watched is them contradict themselves on social media, try to trap the next man, lying about who they are. When after conversations and interactions I've had with them, that is not who they are. Mm-hmm. Who are they? Do they know? Who are they? Do they well, know? Exactly. 
Do they know? I don't know because they you know? they spend so much time in a Halloween costume. They have no idea who they are, while they hmm. constantly are telling other people who the fuck they are or who they should be. That's what I'm saying. It's like, how are you going to tell me to accept who you are when you can't even accept yourself? How are you real when oh. everything about you is fake? Are we we even we're including the uh, the, the your the hairline? Your hair, your eyelashes, your face, your jewelry, your clout, the bodies you've caught. But you're real. But you're real. But you're real because you say you are. Hey, guess what, everyone? Guess what, everyone? I'm an astronaut. And And I'm a drug kingpin on GTA. <laughs> oh, I'm a I'm a wine connoisseur and I'm a food taster. Like I get, I'm I I work for Netflix. I I screen shows. I'm a screener. See, who gives a fuck what you? And it always look all of the answers to the half this not even half probably all this bullshit is on social media. The same ones that be preaching real be like. Fuck your words. What's your actions? Y'all be pr- man. Is you stupid or is you dumb? But this is this is the thing that I wanna I wanna talk about too. Since we on this subject matter, how often is it that you, that you ask a woman to prove with her actions as opposed to her word? Because usually, uh, most situations, a woman's word is golden over a man's. Facts, and that's in a dating in a dating. And you bring it up, that speaks to a man being self aware of himself, right? Because how many times, like, what are what are we seeing being talked about a lot right now in in society, especially when it comes to us as black men? Is like, hey, dog, stop sleeping around left and right. Like, actually value yourself a little more to not be that like loose and just be out here just smashing everybody. Like have have a little self respect or pride or whatever to be like you know what, just because they say this is who I am or who we are, don't mean Doesn't I gotta move like that. To yeah, yeah. Like if you kn- what'd you say earlier? If 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 you knew better, you do better. Or something like yeah. I mean, and, and, and to- and, go ahead. And here, and here's what I have to say. Like at, at least try. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, I mean, I get it. Like we're we're human. We stumble. You know what I'm saying, but as long as you're actually fighting your demons, you know what I'm saying, you're you're winning a, at least in my book. You know what I'm saying, because I get but, it. Go ahead. I was just gonna say this all leads to actions over words. Everyone that's throwing shots at the other side or throwing shots at everyone is still missing like the underline one of the underlining things of the shit that they're screaming that they want. Yeah, you're screaming this. But are you are are you are you on the ground floor? Like, are you in the trenches actually being about what you say you deserve or what all women deserve or what all men deserve? Are you out here just What's Twitter deserved? Twitter Twitter fingers and and loudmouth in public or like loudmouth also on social media along with the Twitter fingers, but you ain't about none of that. 
What you're you not realize is what some people think they deserve is they think it's a birthright. So you know, I mean, right? I mean, it, like you know, a small example, and hopefully, I'm staying on topic here. You know, it's it's like saying I'm a shooter. You know, what I'm saying or I'm gangster and all that. In reference to the other person, you know, like trying to assert that over the other person, like yeah, I'm 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 dangerous or whatever. What about you? But yet have never shot a gun in their life. The other person, humble as hell, not bragging about it, saying, hey, I mean, yeah, I've shot like five different weapons before in my life with accuracy, but I'm only doing this out of self-defense. I'm only doing this because, you know, it's my duty not to brag about it. But I can take you to the shooting range. Oh, no, 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 I'm too scared of guns. But aren't you the one that's kind of parading around like you hard and all this, that, and the third. They want, like they want a thug? Yeah, like you want a thug, you know what I'm saying? Didn't you say you wanted a man or a protector? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm kind of at the shooting range so that I can learn how to kill a motherfucker if I have to. You know what I'm saying? So let's, let's stay on this, because this still ties into social norms and social pressure. Um, so this weekend, off, off mic, we were talking about uh, a little bit about my weekend, but I ended up having a conversation, right? I was out at brunch, basically, I guess. Um, I think it was Sunday. And ended up talking to the table next to us because um, they happened to be from the D.C. area or whatever. So we ended up just talking a little bit about what what's happening over here, but then also, like, tying it into social media and then again what's happening in real life and I was telling them I was like the same things I've told both of y'all I'm like man I'm dealing with 6th, 7th and 8th graders that are smoking weed, drinking liquor, yelling across school recess it's during recess every middle school don't even have recess like school recess boys yelling across the field at girls pop that pussy for a real nigga or bring her to the squad. Girls yelling shit like that to the boys, certain shit they've heard from a Meg song or Sweetie or Cardi B or whoever. You got the girls more disrespectful and rude than the boys. You have the girls more aggressive and more violent than the boys. But the boys are also aggressive and violent and disrespectful and rude. You got both of them disrespecting each other. You have the girls constantly following the boy with the pants hanging off his ass that stays in trouble versus the boy or boys that treat the girls with respect and dignity. The ones they adore the most refer to them as bitch or hoe. The ones that they don't respect call them by their name that their mom and dad gave them. Recently, I didn't get a chance to watch this episode, but I saw the pivot talk about Russell and Future. And I saw Channing Crowder get killed in the Shadewood comments, mostly by women and simp-ass dudes, alluding to him being gay or this, that, and the third. For telling the truth. Goes back to what we've been talking about this episode so far. So many of us say we want one thing, but then when you get it, you act like immature, ignorant-ass children. 
grown ass black women and grown ass black men. I see no differences in some of y'all that are in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s than what I'm seeing from my current students that are age ranges of what, 11 to 14 or 15? That's troublesome. That's crazy. Because you don't agree with a black man's opinion he's gay. But you'll support, but you'll support a black man that has a track record of beating women. But because he has money and he's fine and you've seen how big his dick is, he gets a pass. But the nigga, like the shit we make normal but in our community is nuts. The same way we give a certain woman a pass and she got a fat ass and big titties, so what? But you know what that so all what? correlates to? It correlates to in a black community, if you ghetto, you get a cool pass. That's what it correlates to. But it all but everyone ain't ghetto that's pretending to be ghetto. They not or glorifying it. But the people that don't know, how how are they to tell? They just following it's like the blind following the blind. How they Half know? of y'all love the ghetto in the hood and the street shit and ain't never sniffed none of that shit. You clench your purse just like Karen does when, when she walks through those neighborhoods. Or you say, turn your nose up just like they do. Or say, that dusty-ass dude better stay away from me. But we'll turn to the same dusty-ass nigga that came from that same dusty-ass block. The only difference was this dusty-ass nigga sold drugs and gives it gives his drug money to you. Then you go get him to go shoot the other dusty nigga for, for the same disrespect that... Oh. I'm not even going to finish what I'm going to say, because if you can't put two and two together, this TED talk is for you. <laughs> like, fuck it. Like, fuck it. Like, it's so asinine, man. Like, my bad. I just used the TI word. My fault. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Like, gonna, not like, so back to the, there. okay, so back to the pressures, right? So between our movies, shows, and music, and now social media, the constant imaging and messaging is if you ain't a street nigga, if you ain't a thug, if you're not a gangster, you're not a drug dealer, you're not a scammer, you're not whatever they deem as a, an acceptable job, hobby, hustle, or whatever you want to call it as a black man, you're lesser than. They've been telling our women for, and we, some of us as black men have been telling our women, because it's, it's equal on both sides. You got black women screaming this bullshit nonsense to black men, just as well as for generations, we've had black men scream bullshit and nonsense to, to black women. You got to be half naked. You got to be this. You got you to gotta twerk. You got to be foul and disrespectful and rude and uncordial and want to fight and like drinking Hennessy straight and like like smoking like all just bullshit all this bullshit that's poisoning all of us both black men and black women like where we be the main ones helping destroy us while holding hands singing black lives matter and we shall over- overcome who are we trying to overcome them or us 
we are our own worst enemy. Uh, I and think then, it's more so they're trying to overcome the influences that they know that they love. But, but are they even aware? Out, Remember we talked about this come last out episode. Admit to it. Do they? Are they even aware? Most like, most are um they're not aware, but they just realize. Well, some people don't realize that they go through the motions of what society has rung upon them, and they live it. It's it's just what they do. They live it. And you got to live what you about, right? Even Not even necessarily really about live it. about it. Because there's a lot of people out here, you know, living a fake life that they know nothing about just for the clout and just to get women or men. But people just follow the, the social media and society. They like, if it's trending, that's what's the norm. And that, that's, that's their if, go-to. If, if I look up to this Instagram model, or I look up to this Instagram thug or this rapper or this actress or this singer or whatever and this is what she on and thousands of other people are saying yeah, I'm on this too again it goes back to the theme this whole episode so far we say one thing we always contradict ourselves or whether it's our actions or our words we say we respect and love originality and we want everyone to be themselves that's bullshit the majority of us as humans want to be just like everybody else because we're terrified of being ourselves or different. Yeah. And again, if be the ones that swear up and down that they're the realest and the most thorough that be afraid of the unknown. Because y'all fake, tough-ass people be the scariest ones. Why do you think that they have fear in being themselves? Because they'll be ostracized and misunderstood. Well, not even just that. Uh, Sometimes they feel like being themselves doesn't equate to what social media or the reality. Or our society (laughs) says you're not good enough unless you're this. Yeah, you like, won't be, yeah, exactly. you won't be, you won't be looked at. You won't be married. You won't be this. You won't be good won't enough be loved. unless you look like this or you can do this or that. Facts. And again, it goes back to the social norms and social pressures. Like so many of us, sadly, are easily persuaded, easily manipulated. That's why, like earlier in the pandemic, when I was screen, when like we're dealing with a whole pandemic and you still got black men and black women at each other's throats talking about these niggas, this, these bitches, that. And I'm like, fam, y'all talking about manipulation and control, but this whole entire country and world has manipulated all of us. And you don't have that same energy for them, but you have it for each other. Straight shenanigans. My bad. I got I got on my Joe button. My bad. I'm sorry. I apologize. No need to apologize. But I'm sorry, I'm passionate about our people, even if Fat Prop Joe said, thinks I'm not. <laughs> but no, nah, man, shit is crazy. Like, and again, you know, the relationship shit. That that's why relationships are harder now because I think it. Not even I think I get. And both of y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Like. Over the progression of us as a, as uh, just humans, right? With the usher in of technology and everything, 
I don't think things were worse as far as like the certain pressures or whatever, because you only knew what you knew and like, you know, information didn't travel as fast or as, you know, as, you know, as far you, you or had stronger, You had stronger beliefs because there wasn't so many nothing things else, judging there was nothing, your influence. There wasn't anything else. There weren't many options. Yeah. To your point. Yes. Whereas now there's, you don't know what's up, what's down, what's in between, what's in like right, left, like, yeah. So it's just like, but in this country, and that's why I know this is not a topic for tonight or this episode, but like, um, I know I think Epps, you put it in there like, uh, fuck, it was, um, I'm, I'm gonna have to look at him, but like, it was, uh, what did you just say? Like, pertaining to what was the last thing? Like, what was the last thing you just said? Oh, about, um, having, oh, so, no. Okay, I got it now. And I know you put this on there. I think you did. The internet, social media was a mistake because the bad outweighs the good. That was you? I think that was Travis. Okay. And all and right. that's true. And, and we, no. we all know that's true. No, but that speaks volumes to what we're currently talking about right now. Like, again, what Epps said, like, if you, know, if you knew better, you'd do better type shit. But sadly, brainwash is a real thing. Conditioning and programming is a real thing. Like, you know, they and you just I'll give you a perfect example of this. And Travis, I mean, TV, go ahead and say what you need to say or whatever or what you were about to say. I went to the Dreamville Fest this weekend. Right. This speaks volumes to brainwashing as a real thing. I watched. Anywhere between. 10 and maybe 30, 40,000 people, mostly us, black men and black women recite these little Wayne lyrics. Fuck these niggas. I'ma spare everything but these niggas. You can't tell me brainwash is not real when you've convinced a group of black people to chant that in 2022. And that's the power of music. After what we saw and experienced just in 2020. And that's how powerful our music our shows and our movies are that we have no control over. And now because of social media being introduced, we're, we're like, like we're fucked as a people because social media could be, is the, is the most powerful thing on this planet right now. It's used completely incorrectly and it's valued for the negativity more than the positivity. If there was nothing but video clips of children being nice to children and people doing things nice for the homeless and flowers and plants and people pictures of beautiful beaches and buildings and Utopias. animals and, and animals and sharing infor- information only in a positive way, oh, it'd be, our society would be drastically different. We'd still have issues. But it would be drastically different. But no, it's all the fuckery. It's people being shot and killed and hung. It's people getting cheated on. It's sex, drugs. Like, I even say this. I know how deep this shit runs. I purposely post certain shit on my page just to draw the basic or the um, superficial or small-minded followers I have into the deep shit I'd be talking about that I know they don't give a fuck about. I've been using social media like a fucking chessboard. 
you know. Because I know people... I can manipulate. I can even manipulate my own fucking followers. If I know I can do that, what do you think the people that created it know what they can do with it and what they are doing with it? Algorithms. Yeah. We keep talking about it. How now you can be sent a link in a text message or email, not even open the shit up. And that exact thing that was sent to you by someone that you still don't know what it is pops up as an as advertisement on something else you go on. These smartphones are making them smart, not us. They're making us dumb and lazy. Yeah. And they're poisoning us slowly, mentally and emotionally and spiritually and physically. Let's keep it a buck. We talked about, or maybe we didn't talk about this earlier, but we talked about it off mic. A lot of people, a lot of men and women are killing themselves to look a certain way because of social media. And kids with eating disorders because of social media. (laughs) This is definitely true. Yep. It's giving too many of us a false sense of too many things, false sense of confidence. You know what I'm saying? False sense of security. You know what I'm saying? Like all these reality, of, truth. Yes, all the false sense of even false sense of, of truth. It's desensitizing us. It's take it's stripping away our empathy, which before social media, everyone's not born with empathy. You have to develop that. You have to be aware of that. There has to be moments of you learning that. And Instagram and Facebook and Twitter are stripping humans of their humanity, empathy, all the above. That's morality, why y'all. That's why y'all are, of their morality. That's why y'all are still laughing at Will Smith. Still. Now, yeah. Now, you want to transition to that conversation? Now. Let's transition mm-hmm. to that conversation. Because yeah, we we killing it right now. Right. Yeah, like like to the point where morality has become very subjective. Where it's like, okay, well, it's just based off of my truth. And it's like, well, what if truth was just an objective thing where it's like, it doesn't matter what what we feel. It is kind of what is. Now, what we do about it is what's different, you know, and, and, and which is up to us. You know what I'm saying? But social media is, you know, sometimes too much of a good thing can be bad too. Now, too many people have a voice. Now, too many now everybody has rebuttal for everything just because someone's opinionated doesn't mean that their opinion necessarily matters and what you do look look look. let me let me be the first say i'm speaking all this shit and i think that and and i believe everything i say we don't have to fucking agree with it we have a podcast we're getting off our our shit you can Mm -hmm. like it you can hate it you can agree with some of it whatever whatever but i'm we putting this out here to get this off our chest because again, we're we're about to talk about this. We're transitioning this conversation because that mm-hmm. fucking slap that happened wasn't for Jada. It wasn't defending a black woman. It wasn't for Chris Rock. He slapped all of us. Mm-hmm. As a black man, we go through so much shit. And we're being killed, we've been killed constantly on social media and all social media for five years straight. It's in our music. It's in our shows. It's in our movies. Tyler Perry made a whole series highlighting that shit. And then y'all wonder why we don't open up. 
why we don't know how to love correctly or be loved correctly or share thoughts and feelings or dreams. Fuck out of here. Y'all swear you're mental health advocates and y'all not. Y'all swear you give a damn. Again, I follow so many women that I've had numerous conversations with about the exact bullshit they're lying about. Talking about they care about a man's mind, body, and soul. No, you only care about what that dick like and what the wallet is like. That's it. That's it. Until you find those things out, you don't give a fuck about the other more important shit. But right away on the other side, same space, same same group of people. We got to care about your emotional and mental, spiritual, physical, and all the above, as well as take care of you financially and sexually. You want to talk about what is it? What's the what's the uh, Lauren Hill shit? Which uh, what are you talking about? They, they what they want in return? What's the shit? It starts with an R. I can't think of it. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yeah. I'm like y'all. Y'all want that, but don't want it again. So many of us, men and women, want what we can't have. Want what we can't provide or produce. Like. That's by design too. It's always me, me, me. Fuck, fuck you. It's me. One of y'all brought it up. There's a lot of entitlement out here and privilege out here. Thinking just because you're pretty or because you got money or because you're dark skinned or because you're light skinned or because you're tall or because you have a beard or because you have a fat ass or because you have this, that that means this world owes you something. You're bugging. It's... Like I said, I, I think I was saying some people just feel like they, they're entitled to things because they were born into that lifestyle. For them not to have it is like an insult to them not to keep them in the the same lifestyle that they were born into. Facts. But, and that's why so many people, both men and women, we need to We're It's another transition. Why it, so it, many, look, so many men and women, right? or in relationships being disrespected up and down, but because they value something other than respect more, like money or sex, or just the security of being with someone, it don't matter who it is, that they'll tolerate the disrespect for 20 plus years. They'll tolerate a toxic relationship for five, 10, 20 years, marriage. Some people, the money doesn't matter. It's just the, it don't. about the respect. No, but what I'm saying is, like, there's a lot of us that, sadly, we've been taught or conditioned to value fuck shit over deeper shit that that's why so many black men have ended up disrespecting or breaking black women or black women have broken or partially, you know what I'm saying, as far as feelings hurt and whatever, ever, because... All of our values and morals are screwed the fuck up as a community. And it goes back to what we talked about earlier in this episode. A lot of people don't know their fucking selves while they're constantly telling someone else how they should be, but they have no idea who they are. And on top of not knowing who the fuck they are, they also are, are pretending to be something they're not or someone they're not. And then wonder why there's friction between men and women. There's your answers. Everyone's fucked up. It's just a matter of how much. Yeah. And most people are just looking for someone to 
to to love them unconditionally based off of the things they've been through in their life. But it's not that always that easy. There's always going to be someone who's judgmental or felt like you could have did better with your life, even though they haven't walked through your shoes. I don't understand why you made the decisions you made. Because regardless of what you go through in life, there's always something in your life that you're never an open book with everyone about or you're never honest about because that's the only thing about you that keeps you whole or that makes you know who you really are. You know, I've said this before too. <clears throat> and then what I, and what is so hilarious, and then it's back to the whole thing of hypocrisy and, you know, the upper standards or whatever, whatever you call it. When there's someone that actually does the work, right? Oh, men don't open up. Wait, here's someone that does. And it's like, oh, you're way too open. And, oh, you know, it's, it comes you know, with it comes with rules and restrictions, and we both right. do this. Black men do this to black women. Black women do this to black men. Of course, we're we're not speaking about all of us, but a lot of us, because again, we see what's going on both on and off social media. It seems like a lot of us, like we want what we've never had, and sadly, a lot of times when we finally get what we've never had, because we've only been used to toxic relationships, toxic men in our life, toxic women in our lives. We don't, we thought we knew what we were going to do when we finally got it. And then when you get it, it's like, oh, this is what this is. I don't know if I like this. Right. Or, oh, this is yeah. how it is. This is how a healthy relationship looks. It's kind of boring. Or, oh, this is what a toxic, I mean, this is what a positive, being with a positive in a positive relationship looks like or feels like. This is new to me. This is going to be some adjusting, but I don't know how to convey that. Or I don't know if I want to convey that because that's given too much up too early or whatever. And again, that's possibly the PTS, like just pop past stuff triggering you or whatever, whatever. And then again, that can still lead to like hiccups or, you know, bumps in the relationship or the situation or whatever. But again, this is why it's so important for everyone to fucking know themselves and be honest and real with themselves. But again, so many of us are too busy trying to tell other people to be honest and real with themselves versus working on ourselves. Yeah. Like, and again, it'd be this, it'd be the main one saying, I'm tired of people judging me. I'm tired of this, but all you do is judge. But when, when the shoes on the other foot, you can't handle the same energy. Oh, good old Judge Duty. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't like this. You don't like the same shots that you throw at others being shot at. Okay, heard you, Chihuahua. Oh, bark, no bite. Heard you, Boo Boo. Heard you, heard you, heard you. Uh, uh, street nigga. Heard you, King. Heard, heard that's, you, gangster. That's back to that. Uh, do as I do, not as I say, Joe. You big and bad. You big and bad behind the keyboard. You big and bad behind the phone screen. You big and bad until in person until shit hits the fan or it's time to actually be about what you say you about and then you are there looking stupid or embarrassed. And then this in a lot of us leads to becoming uncordial and disrespectful and rude because it all goes it all it always when people are ignorant and immature, obviously immature and even ignorant to a certain degree, it all goes back to 
you 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 regress to mentally and emotionally to a certain age level. Then that's when the name calling comes in. That's when the disrespect. That's when like, ah, I got to hurt you. Because you hurt me. You made me feel dumb. So now I got to do something to make you just as whatever as I am. Maybe not make you feel dumb as well, but embarrass you or belittle you or whatever. And both black men and black women stay doing that to each other. But can't handle when it's done to them. You real confused ass people. It's crazy. Like, and then again, have the nerve to just judge and judge and judge. Come healed because blah, blah, whatever. Are you healed? You sure? How do you know? That's a long process. And if you actually have really been through some shit, the nerve of you to say some shit like that to somebody. Empathy. If you know how it feels to be hurt or to be cheated on, to be disrespected or let down constantly, why the fuck would you ever do it to somebody else? And also, why the fuck can you not empathize with someone being in that exact situation you have once been in? Because again, you don't give a fuck about nothing unless it has to do with you. But you're a giver and you're a lover. Shit's crazy. People love the convenience of self uh self claim. <clears throat> if, they, if they know that they can um justify something based off of them thinking that they're doing right and they're doing wrong, they'll make everybody seem like they're in, they're doing wrong because they're not doing right. Isn't that a narcissist? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So let me ask both of you this question. Do you think there's more nar- narcissists in our society than there are non-narcissists? I think the oh, way absolutely. social media is set up, it's designed to make people narcissists and self-absorbed. Um, and oh, if, they're okay. not, wait, wait, wait. if they're not being narcissists and self-absorbed, then they're not living or they're not doing enough to keep up with social media. Wait, wait. Okay, so let me ask you this based on what you just said. Do you think social media... I know the answer to this, but I just want to hear like your take on it or whatever. Do you think there were more narcissists before social media or more since social media has come into play? More since social media has come into play. And that just goes back into a subject that we touched on in the past. We're talking about like people who don't know how to take rejection. Only narcissists don't know how to take rejection because they feel like they, they rule everything that they come in contact with. But but you know what I, I I would like to have a take on that. So it's kind of like how uh, how you know our friend um, Ben said one time. You know he said that everyone is pretty much a narcissist. The only difference is that there everyone has various levels and degrees of narcissism that they you know exemplify. You know kind of you know because everyone's flawed. Everyone's human. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can say, hey, I'm a narcissist. However, <clears throat> to what degree of narcissism am I displaying? It could be extremely low to the point where you can say, all right, well, he's not really a narcissist. But it's like, hey, whatever 
flaws that we as human beings have. It's a matter of just keeping them in check. We're trying to be better at, you know. Well, not even keeping them in check, because if you want to go in order, it's being aware of them or being open to hearing someone tell you, nah, this is this is really who you are, not who you think, like, as your friend well, you know or as there your... You go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There you if go. they're not aware, like, everyone should try their best to be self-aware, but sadly, we're seeing every day, a lot of, most people seem like they're not self-aware at all, because if they were, they would realize they're constantly contradicting, contradicting their actions and their words. So, I, that's I, where... You know what, bro? You know what, bro? So, and I, I know earlier you guys were saying, you know, if you knew better, you, you would do better, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's one piece of the pie, but here's the other layer to it. I think a lot of people as well actually do know better, but they choose but not to. They choose they choose not to because it's a heart issue. Their mind mm-hmm. may say, "Yeah, yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I know I should do better, but my heart like... isn't, is disagreeing with it." By them, do you feel like by them not doing that, they're trying to see if they can have a come up or feel good about themselves for not doing so, that? Or so too many people are being are, are being led by their heart. You think too many people leading with their heart and not their mind? Yes, and <clears throat> you know if if you have a good, you know you can have a good heart, but your heart can still be. You know, it could be misapplied to the wrong thing. You know, kind of like that old biblical saying, or well, not really biblical, but pretty much the old saying. You know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's also what I feel like that's the sinister cover over society. You know what I'm saying? I I do feel like half the half the issue is that a lot of people have good intentions, yet they don't realize that they're they're only contributing, you know, to, you know, to the problems and just making them bigger and bigger. You know what I'm saying? It's like you think you're throwing water on the fire, but what you're really doing is throwing fuel. Good old gasoline, huh? I mean, but, that, really that, gasoline. but that still speaks to what I was saying of they're not aware. Most, most of them seem they're not aware, like at all. And they've created a false narrative and false reality of to what you're saying also of they're not aware or even if or they're aware but what they created around the awareness is still a lie but to them it's the truth right or, or it's, it's like, positive yeah. or it's yeah. like that was the right thing to say or do in that moment you know whatever because again a lot of people create a um environment for themselves to where they're never flawed because a lot of them, we've talked about this plenty of times. We always talk about how the male ego is talked about so much. You would think women don't have egos, but they do. And fragile egos don't just exist in men. They exist in women as well. So if I'm a fragile, just individual altogether, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and you add on to, again, like you have certain traits about yourself you don't like or love. But you're like, fuck it, I am who I am. I'm going to own this shit. I'm a Pisces. I'm a, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Taurus. I'm a di- Aries. I'm a this, this, whatever, whatever. Throwing up all that gang, gang, gang. You 
stupid ass idiots that really be doing that shit. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with it. Like I, if I if it's a lie, then we live. Then we I'm gonna live. I'm gonna die on that lie. If it's I'm really crazy as fuck, and I be saying it on social media, but I be like ah, just kidding. But I really actually am crazy as fuck. Then I'm gonna create a world, or or, or I'm gonna have or where I have my real life. Then I have the social media where I can hide the crazy or be selective with the crazy, and I'm gonna. I'm aware, but in the same space, it's just like, but who wouldn't do what I just did in that situation? Who wouldn't say that in that situation? Like, it's all it's there's always a justification to always escape accountability and responsibility, as well as actual true self awareness. Oh, that's the truth of that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, with all these conversations, right? Then we we go to the smack, and um, again, I like that smack was to all of us. We've been laughing at Will Smith for two years. It's fucking Will Smith. There's there's certain black men, not even just black men. Fuck it, actors. He's been top five or top three or two. As far as actors, no matter the race, ethnicity, gender, whatever, for a minute or or in a lot of people's top fives, top tens, like white, black, whoever. And and I have this debate all the time because um, I ask a lot of people who are who are your favorite um, or who would you put in the category for your uh, favorite rap musician, self splash actor or musician turned actor or just in general he's always in the conversation but I mean it's Will Smith it's Fresh Prince it's like he's been in a toxic relationship for so long and he loves a woman that does not love or respect him at all and it's clear as day and if you're a black man or black woman that can't see that there's a problem with that it's clear as day what this situation is. And for him to get up there and smack that man that, yes, said an insensitive and not even fun. It wasn't even a funny or clever joke towards his wife. Like he, Chris Rock, does, he didn't deserve that. He didn't. Like, and Joe, the Joe Budden po- podcast hit this nail on the head perfectly when he's like it's sad that Will Smith has been so emasculated in the public and on social media and in real life that he had to emasculate another black man in front of the world that's deep as fuck and so true it's crazy man and I feel bad for both of them. I, yeah, I feel, I just feel bad for the whole thing. It's just, so in Chris Rock's case, here's how I see it. He's a comedian. You know, being a comedian is all about cracking jokes on people. Um, you know, I find it, I find it interesting how we kind of live in this new age society where we're kind of, it seems like we're almost 
anti-joke or anti-comedian you know comedian at this point. You know? Because yeah, they try to cancel Dave Chappelle as well. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you, you know where I'm going with this. It's like, all right, well, if that's okay, if, if we have to worry about every joke being offensive, you know what I'm saying, then you might as well just cancel comedy. Wait, wait, but I'm glad you bring this up because with everything we've been talking about, these are the same people. A lot of these people trying to cancel comedians or cancel Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. These are the same people that be constantly online laughing at other people's trauma and pain. Again, until it hits your doorstep or personally happens to you, someone you love or fuck with or no. It's all good. It's all fair game. But it's when either the herd mentality, a.k.a. cancel culture or whatever, or the social media herd and trend and culture group get together and be like, nah, that's not okay. That's like that's when weak-minded individuals go, yeah, you're right, it's not okay. Like, can't keep picking and choosing, man. Like, right. You know, it was a bad up, joke. Yeah. It was a bad yeah. joke. It wasn't funny. There you go. There you go. There you go. The way I look at it is, with everything going on with us, I just wish Chris, Chris Rock hadn't have said anything at all. Left those two alone. I mean, just even Regina Hall had something to say, but it wasn't taken out of context. He didn't go out of. He didn't go. Well, she said something about LeBron. Her. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. I don't know what she said about Will and Jada, but she also said something about, said about that, LeBron. She, she said that he had to get. She had to get permission from um, Jada Pinkett to say something about her. But I feel like the reason why. He didn't go up on the stage and say anything or confront her. It's because Jada Pinkett worked with her in the movie, and they're probably on good terms. That's why. Not only that, but I mean, she's a woman, so let's like I would, you know, Will. Yeah, I mean, if, I don't if, know. But if the but, shoes on the other foot, if that was a woman who said what she said to Will, would she have gotten smacked? What would Will have done? I don't know. I don't even want to get. In, I don't even want to get in that. That's that's yeah. <laughs> That's all you like. Uh, uh, all I'm saying is, I just wish Chris had left them alone, and that, but he, 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 but he didn't. So we have to, and I wish Bill, like again, I want him to leave her so bad. I think she is a terrible person because this is supposed to be the dude you marry and love that you have brought children into this world. She didn't want to marry him. That's what you, you guys are not understanding. I've already said that. I, I, I said like, that was, a couple minutes ago. Like it let, was forced. Let, let me land. Let me land. And I'll pass it to you. <laughs> like he's in a toxic relationship his entire marriage. All she does is dangle strings. The red table talk. All her idea. Her posting about healing and therapy. Her whole show is centered around therapy. But you ain't getting your man help at all. You know what you're putting him through publicly and privately. I don't even want to know about the shit we don't know. You're an open relationship. That's all you. That ain't him. He don't want no, no man. And I'm going to ask both of y'all this because this got brought up when I had the conversation at brunch on Sunday. You know, the, the young ladies that were sitting at our table, like the table next to us, like asked, like, let me ask you as a man, like, would you be okay with some dudes or dudes sleeping with your girl, would you be cool with an open marriage or relationship? And I said, fuck no. The fuck I look like wanting some dude giving dick to my... Nah, the fuck? I don't know. That's some weirdo shit. And I said this on the spot. I said, if a dude is okay with you getting fucked by other dudes, he don't really love or respect you. I don't know what right. he with you, with, with you for. If 
if that dude is uh if that dude what if they're both in an open relationship, do you think that that guy is with that person out of just obligation or maybe it's more involved? That's what I'm saying. I don't know what he's with her for. Security, because she the one that got all the money, or she got pool. I don't. I. What, I if, what if he's the know. one that's that's the provider? Then he that there's some insecurities there. If the if he's if he's doing the, if he's letting somebody do that, but he's doing the same thing, or just not doing the same thing. I'm saying like what do you, like this like this is I mean, off this, is, this no 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 this is off topic. People get people get married not because of love and because they want. It's a business they, thing, so it's a yeah. bit like I know. It's like I'm they, saying you got me fucked what, up. You think I'm gonna let somebody I'm with? It's like if you're gonna be let me by get somebody on, else. No, it's yeah. like if you they want to know what they can get away with in the in this relationship and what are the the you know the red flags or more, the more power to those people. Me. <laughs> Got me fucked. Uh, you got me fucked me. up. You got yeah, me fucked right, up. Man. I'm with you on that's that one, bro. You got me fucked up. Too. Nah, but that you. speaks to and Abs. I'm gonna give you. You know, go ahead, get off your shit. I'm like that speaks. That's what the slap also revealed to me. I've I've always thought about this open relationship for years, and then it wasn't until the August shit, and then the slap, and I'm like, nah, he don't even seem like he would want that, because he, to your point, he's been chasing Pac. His entire marriage. He'll never amount to pot. Keep, she keeps on, you know, bringing up a dead man and comparing him to that. That's like so disrespectful. What, how is he supposed to live up to someone who's dead? Not only that, how, how and why should he have to live up to somebody that isn't married to you? I married you. I married you. If you didn't want to fucking be with me, then why the fuck did you elect? But, and this is where it gets tricky, right? A lot of people, like like I told you, somebody commented on something I posted, basically, why won't he leave? But that's where it gets tricky because so many men and women, but mostly women talk about this, how hard it is to leave someone because you love them or because the... Fs you, Fs you bro, to you've been to the be with somebody else or they've been too much in their past and this is traumatic for them to even leave a traumatic situation like like what you brought up off the only, like, the, only the only thing that the, the only end all be all is death and they will they will take it there you you've been with someone in a relationship for 20 something years and you know that you won't go anywhere and they know that they're not going to go anywhere if you disrespect that late relationship it's it's equivalent to you trying to stop two brothers from fighting and they've been fighting their whole life. They're gonna beat you up for interrupting their argument. They will. They will defend that argument to the death of them. Now, even with Will's situation with her, I feel like because he's been with her for so long, people who haven't been in a relationship or a toxic relationship that long should not be the ones who speak on this this relationship on what they know that they're going through. Only someone who's been in a toxic relationship. For 20, 22 or 25 plus years, would understand where Will and her are coming from. Then you would understand what it would take for them to leave each other. So then I think it's they're they're gonna stay together. I mean, from her perspective, why would she leave when she knows he's wrapped, like he's sprung? That's like that's why even their situation is so deep because 
again, if we're talking about the dynamics between black women and black men and the back and forth and like why certain relationships or even dating is hard for both sides, it's like I only know what I know. And I'm only going to like if I'm the manipulative type or I'm the controlling type or whatever, whatever. And I come across someone that allows me to do that. Why would I ever get why? Why would I ever give that up? exactly and there's another variable to add into it it's it's more so like um when will got with her he he knew what he was getting himself into you have to think about it jada pinkett used to be a drug dealer more than likely she dated drug dealers so the money that she was spending at the the rate she wanted to or how she wanted to probably a little different than what will wanted to do and that that in his own is like you're dealing with somebody who's like that. They used to doing things when they want, when they want, and it's instant gratification. If Will's not giving her instant instant gratification because of his career, then they're always gonna butt hit butt his. That was another reason why I thought that relationship was uh ter terrible. Okay, look, this is where this conversation gets interesting. And TB, you up right? Yeah, I'm up. All right. Anyway, um, uh, this is where this this conversation gets like interesting, right? So, do we the it, how much blame do we give Will for placing himself in this situation, knowing everything that was going to transpire or possibly transpire? How much blame do we give him? I give him half accountability, fifty percent. I give him half the blame. I'm glad yeah. you said. I'm I'm glad you said that. I so agree. so when we have black men screaming. Black women ain't shit. They're bitches, they're hoes, thoughts, whatever, whatever. And just saying because they had a few bad relationships or one bad experience or encounter, it's fuck all black women. And same way black women are being like, fuck you niggas, you niggas ain't shit because of one bad experience or exchange or encounter with a black man or several or several bad relationships. But they swear up and down it's the other side. This situation kind of um, refutes that, right? Because the deniability is, is inevitable when you both know that you didn't want to be together, but you only did it out of... Necessity. Not even out of necessity, just over a want that's something you didn't need. He wanted her. She didn't want to be with him. She wanted somebody that was going to be sustainable for her. And she wouldn't she... have to work for the rest come of her on, life. Come on, come on, come on. What did she want? No, no, no. What, what does everyone scream in the last five years? She wanted, she wants what? Stability. Stability, a provider, right? A protector. A nigga with money. And she got that. She got exactly what she wanted, but then not in the way that she thought she was going to be able to have it. This shit crazy, man. Like, it really is. Like, I'm just praying. Like, I'm praying for Will. I'm praying for Chris Rock because... That man didn't deserve to get smacked, man. He really didn't. And I'm going to keep shooting Will Bell because, like, I have empathy. You could see a broken man in that situation. Like, you really, like, someone that reached his boiling point of, I'm tired of all this shit. Y'all keep playing with my name. And then at times you play with my wife that I love more than anybody on this earth that don't really love me. So anytime I even show or give off that I don't fuck with her, 
and she don't already love me, it just makes it worse. So I got to ride. I will die for her. And I months later, a year later, she with somebody else. She That's is. You, you know how long it's going to take for this to boil over for everyone to forget? Um, something else drastic has to happen from another celebrity. I mean, this not, shit's even, gonna, not even this... that. I mean, I feel like if the war is revved up, people will, will mm -mm. forget about it. No, I don't think the war I'm would do it. I'm pretty sure there's going to be another celebrity situation that happens after this. You, you, said, a, this you, said, a, you said a ward? A war. A war. The, oh. or the uh, A war. I don't think the war, uh, a war would do that. I think in the social media generation and age we're in, it's going to take another social media moment. It may not even man. have to be a celebrity, but this shit, we've been still talking about me, uh, Will and the Red Table shit, even though it's still fresh for what, two years now. So this shit going to be around for at least, I got four years, five years. You're still going to be talking about this for a little, for a little while. And and again, uh, I feel bad for Will because in the moment, right? He gave us another fucking meme in another moment. Yeah, That's deep as fuck. In a moment where, again, we can go over the hypotheticals. He stays in the seat or he, or, or he just yells, keep my name's, my wife's name think, out your mouth. It doesn't go what? up. There's so many scenarios. Or he could have did it backstage or whatever, well, whatever. Think about it. What meme do you think he'd rather people see of him? Him slapping somebody? Or him crying at a table. Slapping someone. Mm. Yeah. And you didn't think that was a premeditated act? Like I don't if I know. Slap uh, this guy, I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll they'll say stop disrespecting me because I know they're ah. gonna disrespect me after tonight after these jokes. Mm, I think ah. uh, I don't know. I don't know about nothing premeditated, but like You don't think Will is a calculated guy? I didn't say he's not calculated. I just don't know if it was premeditated. I, 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 I mean we I, I mean, I, I, I can't, know. I can't read his mind. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he's I actually doing. Because then you're saying it was a rollout and it was staged, then, which some people have speculated. Like they even talk about it on the uh, the button podcast. I don't podcast. think it was that far as being staged, but I think he calculated it himself. I like, think. Like, I think the worst. No, he's I like, think. I will, okay, I, I might I'll be able to get away on, with this. I'll rock. I'll rock with you a little bit on as far as I think. He's been waiting for a moment to be like, all right, I'm about to show y'all motherfuckers. I'm I'm Will from West Philly. He has, because think about it. But I, I won't say the, this was the moment he envisioned. Nah, I'm, I'm not nah. I'm not saying that this is the moment he envisioned, but I, if you think about everything leading up to it, think about it. How many videos have you seen of Will Smith since that table talk? Like him, him going to the gun range, him shooting people, all the movies coming out with him shooting at people. Or him doing fighting scenes. Will's like, all right, somebody test me or say something slick. They're going to get these hands or I'm going to shoot their ass. I but strongly you know believe what? he might shoot somebody over her. But you know what? I can, I can, it's sad to say, but I can relate to that. I mean, the way you put it, I can relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Especially being the, the nice guy. And I, I think you can all agree that, you know, Will has been considered the nice guy, right? Mm -hmm. No, he is. And, Right, you know what I'm saying? And having and having been that myself, and I'm not saying that I'm not, but I mean you guys know me, right? But you know, but having been that over 
all the other aspects of who I am, you know, that make who I am, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's had its consequences, such as, you know, as exemplified, again, I keep using the word exemplified, as exemplified, you know, by how everyone's been, you know, joking on Will, Will Smith, you know what I'm saying? And this toxic dynamic, you know what I'm saying, with Jada. You know Which led like, to him having a toxic masculinity moment. And it's like, I get, and so it's like the way, the way you guys are putting it, you know what I'm saying? I can identify that. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? I've had recent experiences that kind of have, you know, were kind of like the last straw for me. And then ever since, I've been, I've been a little bit, you know, you know, I'm it's, still the same, but I've been, I've been a little bit, you know, I've been, you, you have to, cha- you have to change for the, for your sanity, right? Because you hear men, we don't really hear us as men speak about this, but I, a lot of women speak about this. Like when you're in a bad relationship or a bad situation, one, you can't lose yourself. You can't, you know, start that situation can't, or that relationship can't start changing you or bringing you down or making you negative or sad or whatever. But on top of that, it shouldn't be driving you crazy to the point where you're no longer to what you said earlier, TB, about a lot of people are following their heart versus their mind to the point where, like, I'll die over this person that don't even respect a love, appreciate or, me. Or what, what, you know what like, it is? the simple you know what it shit is? is them yearning for that person's respect or someone's, uh, no, or someone's, and, and, someone's, yeah. Well, not, not even necessarily just winning over their love. And that could be a daily thing that they have to achieve in order to get, like, a feeling of respect or not even necessarily respect or just like um what do you call it of achievement it's just like a but, daily but, achievement for them but you know that's the thing about love satisfaction and, and that's Some the thing about no well it's what you well, talked well, about it's gratification well, well well let me let me say this guy so i think that's that's a dangerous line that we play when it comes to these two powerful things such as love and respect as far as what is love what is considered love what is considered respect and the dangerous thing about it is it could be considered many different things to different people you know what i'm saying and yet morally you know what i'm saying we're trying to kind of you know come you know compartmentalize that or you know kind of triple it down to like something that's more universally you know agreeable you know what I'm saying as far as you know what is you know what's what's love and respect across the board without all these other nuances you know what I'm saying no so because that, everyone has a different interpretation as well as based on sadly a lot a lot of us nowadays based on our personal experiences or this herd mentality of I've seen such and such post these scenarios or these traumas I internalize and empathize with them or whatever. And now I project that back into society as far as like respecting me means you're supposed to just hand me money and shut up because I got more money than you, but I want your money or, or respect or love or love is how you fuck me versus how you treat me. Right. That's a real thing in our right. generation. There are people choosing being fucked a certain way over actual respect. And they equate respect with being fucked a certain way. Right. We have twisted, and love. Yeah, twisted views of what it means to be loved and then twisted views of what it means to be respected. You know what I'm saying? Or it's even respect. And again, respect this is where 
conversations are important and uncomfortable conversations and communication and comprehension that a lot of us are just, I hear so many people talking about they're tired of the same old, same old, but I guarantee most of our generation that's tired of the same old, same old are still out here meeting someone. And if you find them sexually or physically attractive, you fucking right away. And depending on how you move off the, how when it comes to fucking, you're gaining feelings off the fuck. And then now you don't know what the fuck to do <laughs> after the fuck. <laughs> so now you're fucked. Now you're fucked. <laughs> as funny as that is, that's a that is a very nice way that you put it. Now I wanted to add a joke into it because it that's basically what it is. You no, add, but that's basically nah, what it is. But let's be let's be like, yeah, now we're making the conversation we're making our conversation lighthearted and then you know we can wrap up, I guess, after this topic. But like, um <laughs> you got dude, you got dudes. Like, damn, dog, that shit's so good. She can get what she want, whatever. Like, he's just a fool for over over that. Same thing the way a lot of ladies, they stay saying, if I get choked a certain way, if I get handled a certain way, it's the, we're not getting into this conversation this episode, but we will next episode. The Russell Wilson future topic was brought back up. So it's back to the, I want a dude that looks a certain way because I know he gonna handle me a certain way versus a dude that looks like he might have a library card, which I don't know why that's some shade. Like, but yeah, or like, you know what I'm saying? Because image is everything and perception is everything nowadays, especially because of social media. So again, it's like a lot of people are like, love for me is dick and money. A lot, a lot uh, love for me is pussy and fettuccine alfredo i don't i don't know i don't know i didn't know what else to go with <laughs> pussy other than fettuccine alfredo because i don't i don't know what else y'all be giving dudes like I, I really don't oh cologne cologne and chicken alfredo all right yeah <laughs> and probably like some type of gold chain i don't know some jordans jay i don't know anyway but yeah i don't know what y'all be giving these dudes out here anyway um uh <laughs> but yeah man it's just it's just it's wild out here it's just it's, it's wild and it's funny and when you're self-aware, I just be laughing. I be getting frustrated and like it's a good balance, like 50-50. Like, yeah. But it's crazy. Yeah. It's funny shit though. You're fucked over the fucked, and now you're fucked. It's just crazy. <laughs> oh man. It's just a never-ending cycle, too. And then they just be screaming the same shit. Like, fuck these niggas, fuck these bitches. But you want to fuck. But you want to fuck. So shut the fuck up. And fuck. But take what comes with the fuck. That's all. That's all I got. I'm done. Takes what comes with the fuck, but don't give a fuck? I get, yeah, basically. We, yeah, we live in such a, we live in such a wild. Ass backwards society world. in time. Yeah. And and what I'm, you know what, and not to make this like a mental health thing or whatever the fuck you want to call it, but I'm just, one thing that I am struggling with, I've been struggling with for a very long time at this point, is trying to remain connected to this world of ours, this society, this reality, you know, and I usually do it to cope with, oh shit, I'm sorry, I got distracted by what I saw on laptop, but, you know, just... I'm trying so hard to stay connected, you know, to the life that I have, you know what I'm saying? Not let all this negativity and BS 
and all these unfortunate truths of the of of life in the world that we live in get the best of me. You know what I'm saying? To the point where I'm I feel pushed to want to mentally remove myself from reality just so that I can cope. You know what I'm saying? It's like I want to I want to stay connected to my life so I can fully enjoy it to the fullest in spite of all this shit. But it's it's like we said before, it seems like the negativity outweighs the positive. You know what I'm saying? Like So you feel like finding enough positivity is the hard part. It's it's extremely hard. For you know what I'm saying? It only gets harder and harder as the days seem to go by. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, it definitely makes me appreciate the positive, whenever there is. But it's almost like the positive seems to be so short-winded. You know what I'm saying? Escape. Like the negativity just has that much power. You know, like I, I'm trying to find more reasons to to say. To speak about how 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 beautiful the world is, you know what I'm saying, versus how ugly it is, as we all know it to be. It's understood. You know. I had a joke, but I didn't want to ruin your serious moment. It would. Oh no! Nah, like, it would have nah, been. Nah, I need contra- a joke. Oh, I was like, you tell it, Montel. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. See, but, uh, this is why we need. This is why we need comedy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't cancel comedians. <clears throat> Laughter yeah. is the best medicine. Hey, it was a bad joke. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. does it, does every bad joke need to be canceled? I mean, hey, man. Hey, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna end with praying for you, Will. I'm praying for you, Chris Rock. And I can't stand you, Jada. Yeah. That's what I'm rocking. Yeah. I slid in your DMs and called you toxic because you is. Yeah. She's probably still thinking about Tupac in August. I mean, she got her daughter thinking about him. So, I mean. Yeah. All right. Hey, man, we ain't going to make this the present. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> wrap it up. All right. This has been the I'm Hit Podcast. And it's been a great episode. Um, Fuck you, Jada. I'm sorry.